Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday, September the 8th of 2022. Glad you guys are up this morning. Today is what they term National School Picture Day. So I guess this is kind of around the time where people start taking those school pictures. <laughs> My teenage dirtbag pics included a couple of school pics that were pretty awful. It's one of those days where all oh. the little boys, you know, they sleep on their on their hair, their hair wrong, or Kurt always would. And uh-huh. then I would have to, like, try to mat it down mm-hmm. with water, you know, when you're trying to send them to school. And they don't want to wear what you want them to wear. And Right, because it's too dressy and nobody dresses like that going to school. I go back and I look through basically every school picture that I ever took, and it looks like my mother was hoping for a girl first. I was first. I was a boy. Yeah. But I think she had me in the stylings of a girl. Yeah. Well, she yeah. did have fun with your style. You uh, were very fashionable. Nice bangs, long hair, <laughs> lots of hairspray. You okay over there? You were always uh, trending as well. Like you no. would have like the Coca-Cola shirt or you would have <laughs> the parachute pants. Yeah, I had Juicy across my bottom for a while. You okay? Yeah, I guess I'm choking. You can pass out over there? No. All right. So uh, today's a big day. I want to I want to publicly declare something. Uh, number one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting choked. Is it because you have two, uh, you have a cup of coffee, an energy drink, and a box of candy? That is not true. No, it is true. It's decaf coffee. That is not decaf coffee. (laughs) Taste it. No, I'm not going to taste it. You can't taste caffeine. Mm -hmm. No, you can't. I can. It's a gift. All right. Thank you. That's all you need. Again, there's a cup of coffee, an energy drink, and a box of candy sitting next to her. It's a mirage. Let's go. Okay, so uh, last night I was kind of amped up a little bit, right? Because we, we had a night out and we were hanging out with some friends. And then I uh, had some good news that came through late in the day yesterday about a guest we're going to have today. Literally, I don't think I went to bed until maybe one thirty, maybe 2, and my alarm goes off at 3.30. I think I'm working on about two hours of sleep. And you're talking about me with caffeine. Yeah, no, I'm jacked up today, too. Uh, today's a big day. We're going to declare today. National, or at least Arkansas's Trish Stratus Day. (laughs) So pretty much, uh, I've talked about Trish Stratus for like, I don't know, 20 years, right? Anytime we talk about wrestling or yoga, it comes back to Trish. And uh, today, she's going to be on the show for the first time. That's awesome. Some kind of fired up WWE Hall of Famer. She's coming to Arkansas. We're going to talk about uh, that Arkansas appearance that's coming up this weekend. But more importantly, I just get to talk to Trish and you guys get to listen. I have waited for this moment for so long. I'm going to have to watch. Please, please don't embarrass yourself. What? I'm playing it cool today. Are you? Oh, dude, I'm so cool. Okay. I'm cooler than I've ever been. Kelly, I'm cooler than the other side of the pillow today. No one's heard that either. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I think uh, it's kind of it's kind of common knowledge if you've listened to the show for a minute that I love food, right? Mm-hmm. Love watching food. One of my favorite celebrities is Guy Fieri. He's the host of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Like I think he has the greatest job in the world. He gets to travel the country, travel the world, and he gets to eat. It's pretty cool. And people make him the best food that they can make, and he doesn't have to pay for it. He gets paid to eat food. And people go places just because he's been there and says something about it. They they hunt them. They look for them. That's one of my favorite things to do. Hey, is, has Guy Fieri been here? Has he featured the food? Then I go and I watch the episode of where I'm going, and I try to figure out what I want to get when I get to the place. Uh, but he's talking. He's he's actually featured on the cover of People magazine right now. So, like, he's become a really big deal. Uh, and he's talking about how there's a rite of passage for his kids. And that even though his kids might get, like, their driver's license at the age of 16, he's going to make sure they're a responsible and self-sufficient driver before he goes out and buys them a new car. And he's loaded. Mm -hmm. Like, dude is mega, mega millionaire, right? Uh, But his deal is, hey, I'm not going to go out and spend, you know, money on a brand new car for these kids, even though I have the money, until I know that they can, you know, get through the first year of driving. He says, uh, and the quote from Guy Fieri is, show me that you can spend a year driving the car, not getting any dents, not getting any wrecks, not getting any tickets. Then you can take your money out of the bank and go buy a car. I love that. So, and that kind of, when I got my first car, it wasn't a brand new car. 
Like my grandfather did go and get me a car, but he bought cars all the time because he owned a car dealership, right? Yeah. So it was kind of like, that's my car, sort of. Mm-hmm. But he could always come and take it. Yeah. Right? Uh, but it's kind of a neat thing. He says that his uh, son, uh, one of his sons, uh, when he got his license, he put him in a 1996 truck that didn't have working windows. And again, this is a millionaire making his kids go through that experience. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. So when when uh, your son first started driving, yeah, you didn't go out and buy him a Maserati. No, he drove a 2006 uh, Kia Sportage for like a long time. Yeah, and he just now got to retire that, what, like almost a year ago? He got extremely lucky because his grandparents got him something very nice. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't because of me. Um, so, like, he has that. But when I started driving, I didn't have a, a car for myself until I was a freshman in college. Second semester of my freshman year in college. And I went away to college. Wait, so they didn't even send you to college with a car? I had a cousin that went. Oh, so you had to ride with the cousin. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. I went to Washtenaw Baptist University, by the way, during those two years. But that that semester, that first semester, I caught rides. Did you really? Anytime we had to go to Taco Bell, I caught a ride. And wasn't pretty much everybody else like driving something like their own vehicle? Yeah, yeah. And not and most of my, none of my friends had like major, you know, got like major stuff. It was all, you know, it was kind of whatever their parents could do. But I do remember when I got that 1992 used Honda Accord teal mm. With the sunroof, I was so proud of it. Tearing it up, man. Yep. <laughs> That's what's so funny about that. So I guess when my grandfather bought me a car, I had the choice. Like we went to a place and it was like some auto auction and like we had a certain limit. He's like, pick between these right here. And my cousin came back with the Jeep Wrangler, uh, which was cool. And you could take the top off. And of mm-hmm. course, all the girls at school thought Dustin was cool because he had a Wrangler. And I wanted to look like my wrestling buddies, like I had money, right? So I got one of those. I think it was a 19, golly, 84 BMW. And this is like 94. So it's 10 years old. And it wasn't the coolest looking Beamer ever, but it did have a sunroof. So I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, I could open the sunroof. Yeah, because it, it probably had a logo. So that's why you liked it. You knew that logo yeah. represented something. Money. That's what I thought. <laughs> and like I, I could see, you know, like a wrestler pulling up to a, an arena. In a vehicle like that. So that's what I thought I was going to do. Let me just tell you that when you roll up in an old school Beamer and you're, and you're in high school with long mullet, girls aren't exactly crazy about that. Huh? I might have had better luck if I would have got the Jeep Wrangler. Maybe so. But Guy Fieri is featured on the cover of People magazine, and he talks about raising his kids and why he doesn't go out, even though he's completely loaded. He doesn't go out and buy them a brand new car right off the jump. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show high five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Charlie Adams. He's from Montana, so he's a lawyer now, but there's a wild story. He went and checked out a book from the library, the Lincoln City Library, back in 1983. So the book that Charlie went to get was John Barth's book called Sabbatical, A Romance. And again, dude checked out the book in 1983, and evidently he was going through some moves as he was getting ready to go into law school, and he tucked that book away in a box. Had no idea he still had the library book. So he realized that, and uh, let me tell you what happened. The due date, he was supposed to take the library book back on August 29th of 1983. Oh my goodness. That was the due date. Well, earlier this year, he realized he had the book, and he decided it was time to return the book 14,153 days after he checked out the book. So he sent the library a package that included the book and a check for 58 bucks. Oh, my goodness. And then he apologized and said, hey, man, I tucked it away in a box and didn't mean to keep it for this long. But I think that's a pretty crazy story. Uh, the, the guy, Charlie Adams, says he thought it was a good time to get the book back to where it belongs after 14,153 days being checked out. So here's to you, Charlie Adams. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Thursday morning. It is September the 8th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well... She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! 
This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. So we have Country Music News today on another big, a mega country concert coming to Arkansas. So the date is March the 16th of 2023. The venue, Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock. And the headliner is Blake Shelton. Don't wanna scoot the boots of nobody. That's going to be big, man. One of the biggest country stars from The Voice, it's Blake Shelton at Simmons Bank Arena. It's the tour is called Back to the Honky Tonk. It's the Back to the Honky Tonk tour, and it also features special guest Carly Pierce and Jackson Dean. So again, the date's March 16th, Simmons Bank Arena. You can find out more at BlakeShelton.com. Tickets go on sale next Friday morning at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. We have country music news today on the CMA Awards. So the nominations were announced yesterday, and it was a really big day for a first-time nominee who leads the pack with six nominations, Lainey Wilson. Yeah, I know a few things a man ought to know. At five nominations each, Carly Pierce, Arkansas's Ashley McBride, and Chris Stapleton nominated for the big one, the CMA Entertainer of the Year, the one that everyone wants. Will it be Luke Combs? Let's get some candles burning in some red. Will it be Miranda Lambert? How about Chris Stapleton? Maybe Entertainer of the Year will be Carrie Underwood. Or will it be Morgan Wallen? Man, that's a stacked lineup. Who do you pick out of those five? I'm going to have to go Morgan Wallen with Luke Combs as a close second. And see, I I could go the other way, too. I could see Mm -hmm. Combs getting in Wallen being second. So that's crazy. It's the 56th annual CMA Awards. It's going to air November 9th on ABC. And country music news today on Dolly Parton. So Dolly is set to release a Greatest Hits album. It's going to be titled Diamonds and Rhinestones, and it's going to drop on November the 18th. Of course, a Greatest Hits album from Dolly is going to feature 9 to 5, but it also features this. And it features this. Also on Dolly's Greatest Hits. And you can't have Dolly's greatest hits without this. Tender love is blind. It requires a dedication. All this love we feel needs no conversation. We'll ride it together. Making love with each other. It's Kenny and Dolly. Islands in the stream. That is what we are. Parton's greatest hits, Diamonds and Rhinestones, that comes out November the 18th. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know all the insects in the world combined weigh 300 times more than all people combined? What? Little tiny insects. Think about how many insects that would be. Oh my goodness. I was chasing a couple of roaches around the house this morning. Okay. It's playing a game. It's a joke. Uh-huh. It's a joke. <laughs> is that gross? A little bit. Is a roach an insect? Or is it too big to be an insect? I'm going to count it as an insect. Is it a mammal? I'm going to pretend like you did not say that. There's little hairs on it, right? I don't know. All right. I don't know. Did leave you know? Alone. Just leave it alone. The sound of most toilet flushes is in the key of E flat. <laughs> For some of you music majors out there. Oh yeah. So if you want, instead of having one of those little chimes that the the music <laughs> teacher could do, you can just go up there and, and hit the toilet. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And did you know? It takes more than fifty two gallons of water to make a latte. It's because you have to factor in the water it takes to produce the coffee, milk, sugar, and the material 
for the cup, sleeve, and lid. Golly, that's a latte coffee and a latte water. I hope Trish Stratus didn't hear that one. Good grief. And if you didn't know, now you know. Way to leave me hanging. <laughs> Golly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we are. For, uh, not Friday morning. Good grief. It's uh, not Friday yet, is it? Brandon, you are already freaking out. I'm a little bit nervous already. We're an hour away from Trish Stratus joining us. So I'm trying to play it cool, you know, like when I was uh, never. Is, is that what you're wearing? Oh my gosh, what if she says she wants to Zoom? I'll take my shirt off. No, Would you? No. <laughs> Would you take your shirt off for Trish Stratus? No. Okay. She's a fitness competitor and I'm uh, just fitting some donuts into my mouth. <laughs> I'm fitting this donut into my mouth right now. All right, so uh, Apple's announced new iPhones. That's a big deal. A lot of people were thinking they were going to raise their price because of inflation. Like everything else raises their price. Yeah. Everything else. There's some things that have doubled in price, Mm -hmm. but not the iPhone. They say the iPhone is not going to raise its prices. It's a great thing. So it's going to be the iPhone 14, which is coming out. They're going to have the iPhone 14, which will start at $799. The deluxe iPhone 14 Pro Max uh, is going to be there and starts at $1,099. So, of course... Well, they're already so very affordable. Yes, they really are. I'm going to get seven or eight of those. I'll buy some and give some away. Uh, They say they're going to have better cameras, which every time you get an iPhone, they have better cameras. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, there's going to come a point where I'm like, I don't want the camera to be better. Like, I don't want to see myself that clear. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? Faster processors, longer battery life, all those different things. There's also going to be a couple of new features. They're going to have SOS messages. So it's going to be a satellite feature, which is going to allow you to request help, even if you're in an area that doesn't have a good connection. I love that. Okay. But I'm sure that's kind of scary, though. Well, oh, they can track you no matter what. everything. Uh, They say there's also going to be a motion sensor that's capable of detecting stuff like a car crash. Uh, And that would automatically then connect you to emergency services if you had an accident Mm -hmm. and had all your stuff logged into your iPhone. There's also going to be some new uh, AirPods to AirPods Pro 2, and they're going to start at $249. My wife tells me all the time, she's like, you just need to get a new phone. And I'm like, I'm cool with the one I have. No, you're not cool. You're cool with not spending money, but no, you are not cool with the one you have. Who takes all your pictures? You do. With what phone? Uh, your newer phone. Right. And your <laughs> wife. Who takes all of y'all's pictures? Uh, my wife does. Right. With her newer phone. Uh-huh. Well, see, I get my wife and everybody else like the new stuff, and I just I deal with whatever's left. I think I think literally, what phone do you think this is? You have like a, an iPhone 8. This is... <laughs> This is the Nokia 5160? Yeah. (laughs) The flip phone? This is the one I've had forever. Uh, Let's see. What phone is this? This is, yeah, you're right. It's an eight. Oh, I was just kidding. No, you got it. I I guess because you've been snooping on my phone. I was like, I don't think I, I was like, I think I went back too far. And I didn't. Just leave me alone about it. Brandon, an eight. They're coming out with with the 14. I know that. So mine's half as good as the new ones. I don't really care, though. I'll make everybody else take my pictures. My social media works just the same. That's what I'm going to tell Trish Stratus today. No, don't tell her I'm cheap. About your iPhone 8. No, don't tell her that. She probably has an iPhone 19 or something. Right. She's a part of the demos of stuff that's not even coming out. Yeah. And here I am busting out the 8. Like if I go see her at the Uh Comic-Con, I can't bust out the 8. No, you'll have either your wife or me go take your pictures. And see, like the deal is now you know this is an older phone because it doesn't have the three gimmicks for the camera. You know how you can see when somebody takes a picture? How you have the three little lenses? I barely have one lens. When's the last time you actually cleaned that thing? Okay, see, this is going the wrong direction today. This is supposed to be my day. Oh my gosh, Brandon. <laughs> I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So if you've ever wondered how many times you can fake your own kidnapping and get away with it, 
listen to this. Okay. A 30-year-old woman in Spain sent her mom a terrifying video of herself being held hostage. Mm. She was blindfolded. Someone was holding a knife to her throat, and there was blood coming out of her mouth. Oh, my gosh. She says she's been kidnapped. She doesn't know why. And this 30-year-old woman goes on to say to her mother, if anything, if she says anything to the police, they were going to come kill her. Good grief. Well... It was all fake. No, she didn't do it. Even the blood. To her mother? Yes. Oh, my God. The woman and four accomplices were arrested for trying to extort $50,000 from the woman's mother. Now, get this. The mother did pay, but somehow someone found out and they started a major investigation. They found out that the woman had already conned her mother three other times in similar schemes. Mm. Those three times, she got a total of $45,000. You've got to be joking. When the police found her, she and her accomplices were living it up at a casino. No, they weren't. That's terrible. Speaking of conning your elderly parents for money, people often accuse me of stealing others' jokes and being a plagiarist. Oh, no joke, huh? Their words, not mine. Oh, no. no. (laughs) How long did it take you to think of that? (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. You're listening to Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Thursday. It is September the 8th of 2022. We are up this morning and we are fired up, especially me. A little bit fired up. So why am I talking in just like half words? I don't know. Because you're nervous. I think I am nervous. I was telling myself. Oh, I don't want to know because that'll make me more nervous. I'll start to think I'm going to pass out. You're going to start clearing your throat. You're no. going to start saying I can't breathe. And you're going to start no. saying my heart rate all because of a woman. What else do I do when I get nervous? Um, it's the it's the clear my throat <clears> thing. <throat> and and I start pacing. Yeah, like there's like a whole like there's like a little rivet, a river in here of where you pace back and forth when you're on the phone. Before we talked to Garth Brooks, I went outside and I thought I'm literally about to pass out. No, no, I know. Because it, like Garth was such a big deal to me to have the chance to talk to him, and I didn't want to mess it up. It's not because I'm nervous of the person. I'm nervous that I don't want to look stupid and then make them think, oh, he's awful at this. Well, and you wait your whole life to say what you want to say to your hero or to that person, yeah. and you're like, if I mess it up, I'm never going to get this chance again. No, and that, like today, we have the WWE Hall of Famer, Trish Stratus, on the show at 745. I've waited forever. She's been my favorite since I first saw her show up on WWF at the time television. I'm like, ha there you go. It's Trish. Yeah. And I've never had the chance to actually talk to her, like social media stuff, but never like you know, in person over the phone. And we're going to do that this morning. So I need you guys to encourage me to play it cool. You know, every time you come to our people and you say, let me play it cool, that I don't need people stirring me about sounding nervous. I really don't need that. Y'all know what to do. No, leave me alone. I'm talking to Trish later on today. Don't just call her Trish. Oh, she's going to love me at the end of this. Should I profess my love? You know what? Yeah, you should. Is that weird? Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'm just going to tell you, after after we're done with the show today, I am going to be wiped out because my adrenaline is is pumping. My blood is flowing. Now you know how I feel after every show that I do with you every day. So I don't know. I'm going to probably have to go home and nap for the rest of the day. I got two hours of sleep last night because uh, I guess I was a little bit amped up about talking to Trish Stratus. So two mm-hmm. hours of sleep. So hopefully I don't have anything. I think I have one thing to do midday today. Uh-huh. And that's it. So. Well, you do have other things planned. And I hope that you didn't forget because I already have bought all the groceries. Do what? Brandon. No, today's not a good day. For, no. We'll do that some other day. Today's not a good day for you to pretend like you don't know what I'm talking about either. No, I know. I know. You had said, hey, maybe later on this week y'all can come over, bring the family. We'll cook at my house. And here's the deal. It's like today's probably not the day, so we'll just reschedule that. No, we're not going to reschedule because your wife and I have already planned it out. Okay. And y'all are coming over at six. Well, no, I'll be working out at that time if I'm awake. But she can go. She you told go. me earlier, you don't work out on Thursdays. Yes, I do. A lot of times, Thursday is one of my busiest days. So my, when are you working out? Um, six. Brandon, you don't. 45 probably. Okay, so. But I'll work out for probably right three or four when hours. I, right when dinner's ready. 
So we're all going to sit down and eat on the back porch. I've got it all cleaned off for y'all to come out on the back porch, listen to some music. Listen, this is just not a good day for me. I got other stuff going on. We'll just, we can reschedule. You you are the worst. You always cry. You're a crybaby about saying you never have friends and no one invites you to do stuff. There is a reason. No, no, no. I told you all fair. Am I right? Can somebody... Okay, Can like, I get a witness? When I don't get invited to like Super Bowl parties and stuff, and I know like people are doing it, including our friends, I'm like, I wonder what happens well, here. But I, t- I told you yesterday, and it kind of made you mad. I told you off air, directly looking at you in the eyes. I said, Kelly, I don't need friends. I'm busy enough. Y'all, he literally, he is not kidding. He <laughs> said that. And I just sat there and I looked at him. And I'm like, Brandon, you have friends that want to be around you. And then he just looked at me. I was like, you know what? Never mind. Okay. No, you don't. This probably is not necessarily the most important thing that we could do right now. Well, here's the thing. You are uninvited now. Oh, sweet. Your wife, <laughs> this is the best your wife and Kai and his friend Dustin and yeah. all of your dogs okay, yes. are invited. So the house will be quiet. Do I really need to come over? Would it disappoint Kurt Wait. if I didn't come over? Wait. We we hang out as like families all the time, and and you try to make it difficult. I'm not trying to make and it difficult. And you end up having a great time. No, I don't. I never have a great time, y'all. Every day. No, but I'm not joking, and that's the best part. We're getting cameras in here. No, so pe- y'all, we have he cameras is, in here. I just don't want to turn them on. He's dead serious. Dead y'all. serious. You are. You're a tough friend. To, I, it's hard to be a friend to you. Okay. It is. Okay, I gotta go. We'll I'm telling Trish Stratus. No, don't tell her that. If she invites me over, I'm going. You know what? She's invited too, and you're not invited. She lives in Canada. It. Do- you know what? We'll invite her on Zoom. But if she if she invites me over, I'll drive to Canada today. So. Trish, you're officially invited to okay. our house party tonight. Okay, thanks a lot. And I'm uninvited? Yes. Yes! No food. <laughs> no food for you! Brandon Baxter in the morning. Why are you saying that? Because you're just you're being obnoxious, no, and it's not. all because of no. the 745 guest. Yeah, Tristratus. It's what women WWE do to you. You keep saying no, it's not. It, you keep saying, "Oh, I'm gonna play it cool. Oh, gonna everybody's gonna see how cool I am." Exactly. If you, you don't have to tell people you're gonna be cool, if you're cool, I'm not telling her. I'm telling you and everybody else around this. Well, state. someone sent me a message and said that she's listening. All right, y'all, let's go ahead and do some birthdays. Do the birthdays. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Thursday. September the 8th of 2022, local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a friend of the show and one of the nicest human beings we know, our friend Sherry Bobby. She's celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday, Sherry. So she does, uh, I mean, she does so much to help out people in the area. So we love Sherry. Happy birthday to Sherry Bobby. Also celebrating today, Doug Compton from Wynn. Happy birthday, Nicole Hull is celebrating. We have Whitney Wrights of Jonesboro. Jeremy Mitchell in Wynn has a birthday. Jackie Stapleton is celebrating. Paul Allen has a birthday today. Ashley Chapman of Harrisburg. Uh, Mariana Calderon of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday. Kathy Pugh from Wynn. Joshua Wiles in Batesville has a birthday today. And Leslie Oliver of Strawberry celebrates as well. And if you have a birthday today... We say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Gatton Mata Razo is 20. That's Dustin on Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Wiz Khalifa, who is 35 today. Son of a gun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what it is. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You know what it is. You know what it is. Everything I do, I do it big. I still sing that song. Wiz Khalifa was also in this one.
It's the Paul Walker tribute song. Wiz Khalifa's birthday. Tipping like I'm dripping in paint. Up front, What's he going to? Like Khalifa put the in the chain. All right, let's go ahead and stop. <laughs> Happy birthday to Wiz Khalifa, who turns 35 today. Happy birthday to Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who is 41. That was Randy Taylor on Home Improvement. We just had a guest who was in here last week who was talking about that being her celebrity mm-hmm. crush. Yep. JTT, mm-hmm. when he was on the cover of like Tiger Beat and right. stuff like that. Happy birthday, JTT. He's 41. Happy birthday to David Arquette, who is 51, oh. of course, known for the Scream movies. Yeah, and the cool thing about him is he lived in Arkansas for yeah. a little bit. He stayed in Arkansas for a little bit, filmed some movies in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. His wife, Christina Arquette, is from Arkansas. Yeah. So a shout out to David Arquette today, who celebrates his birthday. Happy birthday to Brooke Burke, who is 51, former Dancing with the Stars co-host. And I think... You know her from Baywatch. Was she in that? Wasn't Brooke? Yeah. Yeah. Sure she was. I'm sure she was. And happy birthday what? today to Pink. Yes. <laughs> who is 43. Happy birthday, Pink. Happy birthday to Pink, who celebrates today. What about us? What about all the times you said you had the answer? That's a good one. Here's some more Pink. Pink is celebrating her birthday today. She's 43. I think I want to go see her in concert. Yes. She puts on a big show. You remember this duet with Pink? And my introduction to Pink was the song Get the Party Started. that i miss it i love that happy birthday goes out to my good friend pink who turns 43 today happy birthday alicia hope you have a good one no one calls her alicia but her mother oh what Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, so today is September the 8th, and today in pop culture, in 1932, in Winchester, Virginia, a woman was born who went on to have a major hit in country radio. She was a major superstar in country. Her name is Patsy Cline. Crazy, I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. Patsy Cline, born on this day in 1932. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1994, Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley, they made their first public appearance as a married couple on the MTV Video Music Awards. This is the one where all of a sudden Michael Jackson like leans over and kisses her and everybody goes, ooh. What just happened? And then it made me think about that video they did together for the song You Are Not Alone. They're like crawling around and stuff. I love the song though. Yeah, the video. Yeah. You know Michael Jackson's my favorite. That's a weird time right there. And today in pop culture in 2017, it was a sad day for the world of country music as Troy Gentry, who was one half of Montgomery Gentry, he was killed in a helicopter crash in Medford, New Jersey. Uh, Montgomery Gentry was scheduled to play that night, but Troy Gentry had the accident. So uh, they do leave behind. Troy Gentry leaves behind a legacy of big country music hits. Montgomery Gentry. This morning, we remember Troy Gentry of Montgomery Gentry. And 
then of course we have this one as well. He says, Hell yeah! Turn it up! Alright! Remembering Troy Gentry today. Today is September the 8th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly, here we are this morning. We've been talking about having a very special guest who's about to join us on the radio. She is a WWE Hall of Famer. Y'all, welcome to the show, the one and only Trish Stratus. (laughs) Good morning, Trish. How are you this morning? morning. You doing all right this morning? I am doing good. Yes, it was a very glamorous um, introduction. And oh. it's really, it's, it's so un, the unglamorous side on this side is like, I just run around, dropped up one kid, going to drop off the second kid, got no voice this morning, but you know, I'm here. <laughs> Do you want to bust me out on the issue that I realized I had this morning? But like, I've waited 22 years to talk to you on the radio. And this morning, right when I have the chance, I get the heads up, hey, you can go ahead and call. And I realize that um, <laughs> I can't make it happen this morning, Trish. Yeah, no, um, usually people are pretty, uh, they, they like that I'm Canadian, they know that I'm friendly, and things like that, but this morning, you guys over there, you were, you, it wasn't a good thing, there was not a plus that I was Canadian, because you could not make an international call, right? Right, so the thing comes up to me and says, you do not have access to international calling, and I looked over at Kelly in here, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've waited 22 years to talk to Trish, and now I'm the guy who can't even call out, so then the message is, hey, can you call me, please? <laughs> <laughs> So. so it's okay. This is going to be like a $25 interview. That'll be great. So oh, make it worth it. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I'll have to send you some money for that. Because uh, here's <laughs> the deal. I'll, I'll tell you this. This is what's so cool about this for me is um, I know you don't have to do stuff like this. You're coming to Arkansas. You're doing Comic-Con this coming weekend in Little Rock, which uh, is a big deal every year. But uh, when I yeah. reached out to your team and uh, I was like, hey, I just want to try this. It's worth a shot. Let's see if Trish will do this. Uh, when you came through and said that you would do it, I'm sitting here going, Wow, that's cool because I know what it's like, you know, when you're, you know, you're a big time celebrity, you're a WWE Hall of Famer, actress, mom, all these different things. Uh, You're probably pulled in a million different directions. So what was it that made you decide you were going to take this one interview? I don't, you know, I don't know if it's, um, I I honestly, I like to promote when we're going places. I think it's important. I think a lot of the times we end up at these comic cons and, you know, it's fun because, Lita and I have been bitter enemies our whole career, finally realigned after our careers were retired and we, we formed this thing called team, the Team Bestie Tour. And so we do these tours. Excuse me, I'm going to cough. You're good. <laughs> Goodness, I have no voice. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, the fact that we could, um, and sometimes people go, oh my God, I didn't know that they were there. So I thought, you know what, just to like have the outreach to let our fans know that we're going to be in your town is like, why not? And uh, to be honest, Oh my goodness! This is the worst voice I've ever had. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going to be one to, to remember. Um, just like uh, I was done my pickups, you know, I was like, I'm out anyway. Like literally, that's with Sarah. She's my she handles all my media. She goes, "You're just going to be done your dropouts, so you're going to have, you know, you're going to have that window." What do you think? And I was like, "Yeah, yes, let's do it. Let's do it on the drive home." So here we go. <laughs> so Comic Con this weekend, you're going to be there. The way it looks on their website, it looks like you're going to be there all weekend. Is that right? Yeah, we're both there Saturday and Sunday, and we have a panel that we're going to be doing as well. And there's, of course, you can, you know, you come to the table, and, like, we just love it. Like, for us to, like, get the opportunity after being retired for so long and having the support of the fans for so long, to just get the opportunity to, like, chat and, like, hear a memory that you had when we were there or something is so cool. Um, you know, and then just, you know, we do the photo ops as well. We could you know, get those professional photos where we can like, I love it. Like we're going to do the prom photo or we're going to, let's, let's do the point, you know, it's super yeah. cute. And, um, it's just great. Honestly, these give us so much time to like really, t- cause you know, a lot of WWE meet and greets, you just like hammer through the crowd. There's just so many people. They don't have a chance to like, you just like boom, boom, next, next. But these, uh, this situation, the way it's set up, we actually have the time to like really chat and like hang out with people and. It's really great. So, yeah, we always look forward to a night, like I said, just the opportunity to, like, have more outreach so you guys can be like, yo, any Team Bestie fans, you know, Trish and Lita are going to be there. Uh, is great. So, um, yeah, I, I'm super excited to come in uh, and meet everybody at Little Rock this, this weekend. 
So again, you can find out more at ArkansasComicCon.com. It's happening at the State House Convention Center. Trish Stratus, WWE Hall of Famer, who might be my favorite uh, women's wrestler of all time. We won't really talk about that that much. Um, <laughs> but what's cool about this, Trish, is I think, you know, at this point in your career, because you kind of retired early when you really think about how long a lot of people uh, like to stay active. Uh, but at this point with uh, yeah. the women's revolution, I think you're hearing it from, uh, you know, the female athletes of today and you're hearing it from fans from 20 years ago and you're hearing it from young girls. You have impacted so many lives from your work with WWE. How does that feel? Do you feel that gratification now that you've had time to kind of slow down and take time off the road? Yeah, I think it's sort of, um, it has only sunk in in the last few years because, you know, when you're in the business at that time, you know, you're doing 300 days of the year, on, you're on the road like crazy. You don't really see what, you're at this frenetic pace and you don't really see what you're creating. And at the time, you know, even, for example, the fact that Lita and I were main eventing Raw, which was, of course, epic, yeah. At the time, we're just these young, you know, 28-year-old girls that just got this amazing opportunity. We knew it was, like, huge because, you know, it's the main event of Raw. But the impact of what it meant and what it could mean moving forward was was lost on us at the time because we were just, you know, focused on, like, not doing crappie tonight, tonight <laughs> right. you know? Right? So, um, and, of course, then we retire, and, you know, you, and then you go back, and then you have, like, like a Charlotte Flair who says, hey, I was sitting in the front row and I saw you guys do that. And that's what made me think, oh, my God, I can do this. You have someone like Natty Neidhart who, you know, had grew up with the hearts, grew up around wrestling, but never really thought that was something for her because there was no representation. There was no females really, do, you know, doing doing it to the point where she thought I can do that, too. And so seeing us in the main event, you know, she said in many interviews that and she said it to me and Amy, um, she said I looked at that and was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is for me. I can do this. And so. Um, I recently got inducted into a Hall of Fame, and I had to put a speech together, and I was doing the typical thank yous and everything. And then I realized, like, the greater message of, like, what my career means was really just, you know, I fought so hard for um, representation out there, right, just to go out there. And, and, and I think there's, like, a big thing of, like, if you can see it, you know, you can be it. And so for the females, if she can see it, if she can be it, it was really important what we were doing to, like, go out there, represent, and just be, uh, you know, visual and be a role model for these women. And now, you know, like you, said, like you mentioned, I mean, there's, Main events for women is not not that it's not a big deal, but it's it's it happens now oh, and yeah. and often. So it's a good thing, and it's very humbling and very you know very we're very proud of what we did, and it makes us look back and and you know just be uh you know just happy about our body of work and just you know gratified for what we got we went through and everything. All the blood, sweat, and tears was worth it at the end of the day. Trish Stratus joins us this morning. She's at the Arkansas Comic Con this weekend. I want to talk real quick about that journey because uh, the first time I saw you was. Uh, I guess it was on Sunday Night Heat way back in the days, 20 something, over 20 years ago. Uh, and, you know, we had yeah. heard, uh, you know, you read back then uh, in the wrestling sheets that there's this fitness model who's about to be signed to, uh, at the time, WWF. And we see the debut and it seemed like, you know, your debut was very much, hey, let's make her a diva, you know, like like Sable, yeah. like Sunny, And and all of a sudden, you know, you started like that and you were the manager diva. And then it was like, boom, you wanted to flip the whole script and you started training. What was it in your mind that made you say, hey, I want to do this? Because there weren't many women who were actively wrestling at that point. Yeah, I think it was just knowing that I could do it. I mean, I knew um, I had gone and, uh, you know, initially I hadn't heard a phone call back from WWE. Then what had happened was that the WCW WWF at the time they were making that switch. There was some like you know brass that was kind of leaving and going to the other company, mm-hmm. and so my 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 press kit never made it to the right desk at that during that little phase. But it was good. It was almost a blessing in, in disguise because when I didn't get a call initially, when and you know making initial contact and not getting a call right away, it made me think, let me prepare the best possible package. Yeah. So I went out on my own and like started training. I found the gym that Edge trained out of, and I was the only you know female there. And I had to really prove myself. Like even you know Ron Hutchison, who's my trainer, like he really had to be like. You know, who's this blonde girl that thinks she's going to come in here and right. bust into the wrestling world, right? And then I just got in there, and he kind of was like, I'll show her in a way. Like, this is what it's about, because he was, you know, old-school wrestler. And so I got in there with the guys, and I learned to wrestle, and I did that for a few months. And so when I did get the call from, you know, Jim Ross to come to uh, Titan Towers and got to sit down with him, he was like, you know, the, the job is physical, and I said, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been training for a few months. And I think really feel like that's what like allowed him to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to sign to Stratus, you know? Um, and then, so being in there and just, you know, very eager to work and, and, and then, so what we would get into the buildings early and I would just get in there with like William Regal and, and Lance Storm and Fit Finley. And I would just wrestle, uh, you know, before the doors opened up and like, so people saw that and they saw the progress happening. And so um, I just, I just knew I can do this. And I thought there's no reason why we can't, 
you know, do what the guys are doing and really just like kick down the preconceived notion of what a female can do in this business. And so I think it was like a, it was like a little mission. I mean, very under the radar because no one really knew it was a mission, but Fit Finley and I were like, when we get the chance to have a fight, let's not fight like a girl. Let's not have like these, you know, cat fights and these things that are typical that you see. Yeah. I'm going to throw a punch. I'm going to fight like a guy yeah. and it'll be, people won't notice at first. But eventually they did. And, you know, they eventually noticed. And then things started like, and that's what it just happened. I feel like we flew in under the radar. And then the fans are the ones who really started to notice the shift. And then we got a little, like, when the fans are into it, then the, you know, then the behind the scenes, they have to respond, right? Sure. They're really good about, like, sort of having their finger on the pulse of the fans. And they, they were interested in seeing the girls wrestle. And so we just got more opportunities. And then it was up to us to just really kill it out there and show and prove, you know, prove it every time we went out there uh, that we could, that we belonged, I guess you could say. So when you look back on that, though, like, you know, fit from fitness model to professional wrestler, uh, were you a wrestling fan growing up or was this something you saw because the Attitude Era got hot and all of a sudden, uh, you know, there was a lot of money to be made in wrestling? How did that look for you? No, I was, I was a fan growing up. Um, like I said, I like I mean, I was a tomboy. I grew up with my boy cousins. I wanted to like I played all the sports. It was just I went to Maple Leaf Gardens, you know, Toronto. It was a big hotbed for wrestling. Yep. So I went to Maple Leaf Gardens as a kid and we just it was around us all the time when we were kids. So I was a fan. And, you know, and it's funny because even growing up, my husband and I, like we've been together since we were 17 years old. You know, we actually, we did like trips. Our first trips were like, we went to Florida, but we went to like Monday night, you know, or we went to Nitro actually. Right. Time. And it was like, it was around a wrestling event. You know, that was how we booked the, the, the trip. But at the time, I remember being a female, not many female wrestling fans, right? So when I did find another female that was wrestling, I'm like, oh, you're a wrestling fan too? Because <laughs> it was far and few between. Um, and then, uh, but I never saw it as something that I could do, right? I never looked and said, I could do this because there wasn't that representation out there. Um, and so it just was like a right place, right time thing where like, at the, you know, because at the time, I mean, listen, I did not do the indies. I, did, I came up very in a non-traditional way right. because I wasn't doing the indies and things like that coming up the minor league, so to speak. Um, I, it was right place, right time. I met Michael Hayes. He knew me from the fitness stuff. He's like, you'd be a great look, you know, and, and again, a look for wrestling, right? So that yeah. aesthetically I would fit into wrestling. But little did they know, I was like, well, I can bring this athletic background as well. And then luckily I got the chance to show, showcase it. I think it's cool you mentioned Michael Hayes because uh, I was a kid in Dallas and I got involved in, in the Global Wrestling Federation on ESPN. And then toward the end of that run, I had the chance to meet Michael Hayes uh, kind of in between his runs with WCW and uh, at the time WWF. And Michael kind of took me under his wing a- as well in the uh, in the late 90s and I had the chance to be around him and really learn from him. Uh, but reflecting back from Michael just for a second, we mentioned kind of your start as a wrestling fan. I started uh, in Texas as a huge wrestling fan of Kerry Von Eric, the Texas Tornado in okay, the WWF. Yeah. Who was your favorite as a kid? Oh, Macho Man was my favorite. He was guy for me. Like just that like perfect balance of athleticism and showmanship. It was just for me, that was everything. And, you know, I, I sort of saw, saw him um, as a kid. And then for me, The Rock watching him, mm-hmm. that perfect balance of athleticism and, and showmanship. And then for me, like, I, like <clears throat> I'll never forget that Rock literally said that to me. He says, you could be the female version of The Rock. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, for him to say that, I was like, yeah, I, I'm going to be, how about that, you know? And so that's what I feel like I tried to bring was that perfect, you know, mix of athleticism, do my thing in the ring, and always make sure that that was solid first and foremost, because at the end of the day, this is a wrestling business. But of course, bring that showmanship and like, you know, the sports entertainer of it all. And, and uh, you know, and that's what, you know, I, that's sort of, I feel like what sets everyone apart is that element, right? It's like when you bring that element, it kind of sets you apart. But yeah, Macho Man for me was everything. Yeah. Well, I think it's so neat to look at, at what you were able to do and, and, you know, basically where you sit now, because, you know, you were, in my opinion, the top female in the industry at the time when the industry was its hottest. Uh, so we reflect now and we're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe all the things that you were able to do when wrestling, in my opinion, was at its peak. But then all of a sudden, you know, we hear that Trish Stratus is going to is going to wind uh, wind down the career. And it seemed like there was there was so much left for you uh, as far as time, as far as age. Why did you decide that it was time to go ahead and, you know, get off the road and and retire from WWE? I just, you know, I mean, there's a number of things like number one, looking at the landscape. I felt like I'd worked with everyone that was available, right? Like there was only a limited amount of women that actually could wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, they were starting to bring in the diva thing. And I don't know if I saw the shift happening, but I was like, not interested, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> although we could have probably, you know, <clears throat> kept the, the wrestling side of things, I had really worked with everyone I wanted to work at that, at that point. I had achieved, you know, I was a, a five-time champion at the time, which hadn't been done before. Mm-hmm. I really had clicked all my boxes and I felt like I was like, 
I felt fulfilled with my career. I felt really good about it. I felt like 30 was the right age to kind of like move on because I knew there, there was a second phase for me. I knew that like, you know, I mean, with the yoga, I fell in love with yoga. I didn't know at the time, but, you know, I ended up having a whole career in yoga and opening a studio and, you know, having that entrepreneurial side of me come out. But I mean, my mom was diagnosed with um, Hodgkin's lymphoma at the time. And I just, it was like all the signs were pointing, it's time, you know, and it was like to go home and be home with my mom during that time was obviously more important than anything um, at that very moment. So I made that decision and then Vince made the very cool call to have my final match be in Toronto and, and that's what we did. So it was just felt like the right time. Stratosphere yoga. We've actually tweeted years ago back and forth about this. How important do you think yoga is in overall physical health, especially as we get older? Oh, it's uh, so important. I mean, it's like, it's really, it's, it's a funny thing. Like on Twitter, when I post a picture, be like, oh my God, she's like fine wine. She doesn't age. <laughs> and literally, every time they want to say like, what I'm like, besides saying it's really good lighting here, but um, right. I'll, I'll say <laughs> yoga, like <laughs> it really is yoga. It has like, it's, it's uh, as a wrestler, what it did for me was fantastic. Um, I feel like it made me be like on my second half of my career. I was once I had yoga in my life, more agile than ever, better recovery time just better, uh, you know, able to handle the craziness of the road. Like it just benefits in so many areas, physically, mentally, spiritually is a whole nother thing. Not going to get esoteric about that on the air right now, but, um, you know, just, it did so much for me as a career getting out of wrestling. It did so much for me, like during an infertility battle. Um, and, and just like, you know, and then growing older, like, I mean, I, I have no nagging injuries. It's just every, it keeps my spine supple. It keeps, it's just amazing. It really is like, and it's almost like, you're like, what are you doing? Like I have this big secret. I'm like, by the way, if you do like try to get in 45 minutes of yoga, I promise you it'll be, it'll make a difference, you know? So especially getting older and trying to like, you know, keep it all together, hang out with the, with the youthful ones. Sure. It's uh yeah. And I'm talking about my kids, you know, I got to run around with my kids. Still. I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old and um, yeah, it's important to like maintain my, you know, youth with them even, you know? So um, yeah, yoga is part of my life. It'll never not be a part of my life. I love it. And, and, and if anyone wants to know my secret, there you go. It is now officially out. Uh, you guys can tell the world, <laughs> Kelly and Brandon got the secret. <laughs> so can people still go and, and buy the yoga stuff and, and have you as their personal trainer in their home? Yeah. Um, but we do sell the yoga equipment, you know, stretchforyoga.com. I have my DVD line, which you can work out with me one-on-one yep. with you, with you, with a DVD. If you have a DVD player or, or uh, you know, you can put that somewhere. Um, and we will be releasing it digitally, actually, um, something that we're talking about doing. So that'll be something a whole nother level, but yeah, that's, um, it's been great to just keep the yoga in, and it's been cool to see the yoga, like to see wrestling fans kind of transfer into yoga fans. It's been really neat to see that happen. Well, I think I'm 45, so flexibility is something I start to think about at this point in my life because, you know, for a lot of guys, like, hey, we want to lift weights and we want to be strong and blah, 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 and then all of a sudden you're, you know, 45, 50 years old and you can't bend over. So I think it's important yeah. to think about the flexibility. A couple more things, and yeah. we'll let you go. We know you're busy. Do uh, you think you're in the best shape now of your entire life? Um. Well, I do actually, I, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know, I, you know, I always had this thing, especially as a fitness model when I was starting out, you know, I had a certain look to me and I remember seeing the older fitness models like a Marla Duncan or like an Amy Fadley. And they were just, so, I was like, ah, I just, you know, I remember thinking there's something about the way they look and, you know, it, it, there's nothing you can do at, at, at 22 years old. I was not able to have that look because they'd at that point been working out for 10 years straight. Right. So now, you know, if I think about it, I have been, I've been really hitting the gym for 20 years and doing the yoga on top of it. So, um, yeah, if there's something about a muscle maturity that, um, you know, and it's my body, um, it's just a maintenance thing at this point where I just, I really have been working out for 20 years, you know. So, um, you know, I have my off, like we went to Disney last week. We're in Florida. We had like, you know, the little family trip. And yes, I had, you know, the, the treats and I did whatever. And then uh, I came back and got back on track. And it's amazing how everything just kind of fits back into place, you know. And um, I really just think like having a good, clean diet, having that regular yoga in my life um, has really made a difference. And yeah, it's, it's all added up nicely to this uh, point in my life, I have to say. <laughs> So Arkansas Comic-Con is happening this weekend. Uh, I saw a deal that you guys are going to have Funko Pops, trishpop.com. Uh, is this something that people can go and, and start to purchase now? And, and when the Funko is ready, have Trish Stratus, the Funko coming home? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I had a Funko Pop uh, release my first one like a couple years ago, and that went crazy. I can't believe the Funko Pop culture is insane, right? Like people love they just, they need their hands on these things. And so that was an amazing response. Um, and then, yeah, I actually worked with Funko. They loved the, like, cause we worked with them really directly and my fans were, you know, demanding them and we've sold them directly through my own, uh, my own outlet, uh, my shop. 
And um, they contacted me. We did our own custom Trish figure. So I did the diamond figure. She, I, I chose the the gear that sort of represented that era where the girls were just, I guess we called the golden era where we were kind of just doing our thing. And it's sort of like the pink and the fuchsia um, and the black. And we, I made this outfit on her. We did her diamond. Uh, she's like head to toe diamond. So she's diamond edition and she's going to be shipping in a couple of weeks. So we're doing pre-orders right now and it's been like a huge response, but we're only selling them at my shop. So trishpop.com. Um, they'll only be available there, so it's pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. Again, TrishPop.com and Arkansas Comic Con, which happens this weekend in Little Rock. Trish Stratus and Lita are going to be uh, and Lita are going to be there at the State House Convention Center. It's on Saturday and Sunday. And Trish, we appreciate your time this morning uh, very much. It's been nice to chat with you, and uh, best of luck when you come to Arkansas this weekend with Comic Con. Thank you so much, Brandon. You know what? I have a movie coming out at the end of the year. It's a Christmas movie. How will we chat again when it's released? And we can talk more about that then. We'll have a little thing. It'll be like a, a regular thing, the Brandon and Kelly Trish show. Yeah. <laughs> Would love to. And, hey, I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of guys, a lot of wrestlers who do podcasts. I mean, where's the Trish yeah. Stratus podcast? I mean, come on now. You know, I've been asked to do, I, I, even Serious Canada had approached me to do one. I just don't, honestly, I don't have the time. I'm <laughs> so busy with, like, between my mom duties and running my business and doing the Trish Stratus duties, like these, um, you know, autograph signings and things like that. I, I literally have not a moment. And, and sometimes I don't even have time to sleep, Brandon, as you can pick up on my voice. Um, so, you know, I think uh, maybe after, I don't know, I get some sleep, maybe I'll start a podcast. <laughs> there we go. And until we have the Trish Stratus podcast, you can check her out with me and Kelly here randomly on random occasions. Hey, great chatting with you and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Love it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm glad we finally got to connect over after all these years. Yep, for sure. So am I. Trish Stratus joins us this morning right here on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we're joined this morning by Rebecca Propes, who's in here to talk about local impact and Homers for Hope, which is coming up. Rebecca, welcome back. Have you actually ever done an interview in the studio? No. no. Well, I guess I did in here, um, but it wasn't in this room. It's been a long time ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Because it seems like when we talked to you about other stuff, we were out on location yep. for a little bit. So yep. uh, welcome into our dark room like we're vampires. You okay? <laughs> we're great. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. You okay in here in a dark room or does it creep you out a little bit? Nope, doesn't creep me out. Now, because, if Molly was in here, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, our deal is we have, you know, we have lights and we have new lights mm-hmm. above us, but something about fluorescence early in the morning, it's like, oh, no. It doesn't we do re- anything good for your, your face. We really don't want to see each other. That's kind of mm-hmm. what we yeah. do here. So, local <laughs> impact. Uh, man, we talked to you when this thing was just getting started. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, you know, there's more momentum and people are finding out kind of the mission of local impact. Let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about local impact and kind of the vision behind this uh, this organization and this group you've put together. Yeah, you know, yes, it's booming. Um, crazy amount of growth. Um, but with that comes a little bit of sadness, too, because it's unfortunate growth. Right. But it's the inevitable. It's going to happen um, sometimes. And so we're just happy to be with these families and be able to catch them when they fall. So after this um, happens with them and they do end up losing a baby, um, we're post-care. So anything that they may need after, um, that's what we provide. That's what we raise funds for. It's mostly, you know, people don't know what they need um, when they go through this. It's so unexpected. And so when they get home from the hospital, family comes, everybody's bringing food. It's, there's this big hype for a second. And then after family leaves, okay, then what, um, you know, we're sitting on the couch. Who do we talk to? Um, do we want quiet? Do we want loud? Do we want people to come over? No, drop it on the doorstep, whatever. God, such Mm -hmm. a deal that, uh, you know, and unfortunately we hear of more people who have to Mm -hmm. deal with situations like this, where we all go into a pregnancy situation hoping for the best. Mm -hmm. There's nerves with that. I mean, even through healthy pregnancies, we had a relatively healthy pregnancy with Kai, but there were still nervous moments. Mm -hmm. Probably the most nervous 40 weeks of my life was, is something going to happen here? Is everything going to be okay this whole 40 weeks? And And then unfortunately, sometimes it's not. Right. And we're we're really good about celebrating. Um, You know, we don't... we're not in this to freak people out or scare them about pregnancy. That's what we promote is that if you're eight weeks, 12 weeks, 20 weeks, 40 weeks, you know, a three month old, um, you want to celebrate that birth no matter what. So um, we try to get people to know that it's it's good to celebrate no matter what. Um, even if it is a loss, right. we still celebrate that loss. So that's our goal. 
So let's talk about, for people who, who might not have heard your story before, mm-hmm. why this is something that you're like, hey, this needs to be here in Northeast Arkansas. Because you went out of your way to start this organization mm-hmm. because you knew there were people, other people in need in this area. Yeah, there's such a need. Um, and we were out of town when we lost our daughter. And so we didn't have those connections to our home base, our family, um, a, a doctor that we've been used to, uh, nurses. So if we would have been in Jonesboro, it may have been a little bit better. But being out of town, it showed me that what it's like to have no support. Right. Um, and so that's why we have made it our mission to make sure that these people have support, whether they have a family here, whether they have friends here or whatever, because People end up in hospitals sometimes that are from out of town, right. um, but we were in Branson. And so all those challenges, we learned that there is such a need and we had to have support um, that we just didn't get. The doctors were great there, but um, it's still very challenging. So when somebody starts walking this path, this organization, Local Impact, is there mm-hmm. to help either pick them up to throw them on your back and carry them through uh, and, and to try to let them figure out to navigate those waters. So when we do events, when you do events to raise money for local impact, how is that helping people? So we take, when we raise those funds, there's, there's really a lot of ways. Um, two big ways is one, um, the funds that are raised, it goes back into these families in whatever way it is that they need that. So we meet with these people, um, it, whether it's in their home or at a, our local church, um, whatever that looks like. And we discuss, you know, where are they on this journey? Are they six months post, a year post? Because some people don't realize what they need until a year later or six months. Right. Um, it can be yard work that a husband just cannot get out and do right now. We supply something like that. Um, we just sent out a check uh, for a headstone. Yeah. Um, somebody that waited a while because they didn't have the perfect design. And so now that they have created that, they're like, oh, gosh, OK, I didn't realize how expensive they were. Right. So, you know, whether we pay for half of it or a portion of it, that's something that we do. So lots of ideas. The second part is that. Um, when you're at these events, um, we all know why we're there, but it's not, it's not a sad thing where we walk around crying and discuss it. We just know why we're there and we're all equally on a mission to help other people and to give back in the future. So the, the event that we're going to talk about, the one that's coming up most immediate is happening on Wednesday, September the 21st, and it's called Homers for Hope. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking of different ideas, because I know when you're you know a nonprofit, you're trying to raise funds, you know, everybody's trying to be creative. What can we do that's different <laughs> than what everybody else does? What's the vision of Homers for Hope? Yeah. Um, so this event I'm thrilled about. I'm a huge softball person. Um, I played ball all my life. My son plays lots of baseball. Um, so the vision is um, to get out, to have a good time with people that if you if you don't play, um, if you don't think you can get up there and hit, then you can get out Brandon. there. And <laughs> we still need people to shag balls in the yeah. outfield. So that's kind of a huge thing. Um, every hit, somebody's got to throw it back in. Right. So there is a part for everybody. Brandon, shag means throw it back. No, like yeah, but I'm balls. having this shoulder issue, so I'm not even sure I can oh, do that. So. Okay. Underhanded. You can maybe. pass. You can get it and then walk it to the next person okay. and they throw it in for you. She's trying to make me look silly. So <laughs> just walk it, Brandon. Just walk it over there. So yes. Wednesday, September 21st, where are we doing this? We are doing this at the Southside Softball Complex. I know the softball thing um, is geared for um, girls, ladies, but it's we are creating this event for baseball, softball, men, women, kids. So we'll have a youth division, teen division and adult division big prizes super excited about the prizes so what kind of prizes are you talking about can we reveal any prize information today well i can i can give you the overview we're gonna have big gift cards um there's baskets coming we have a basket that's going to be donated for um the youth division that's full of gift cards like hijinks ultimate air all this fun stuff so yeah yeah. So if people want to get signed up to be a part of Homers for Hope, what can they do to do that? Okay, so on our Facebook page, um, Local Impact, and that's M-P-A-C-T, no I with the M. Okay. Um, they'll go to the Facebook page. There is a link. I will pin that to the top for everybody to see. Um, and you'll click on that link, and you go through that document, and just to register that way, there are T-shirts available. They're optional if you want it for the event. 
Um, but it's all through that link. You can do it through that. And if anybody has any questions, you can see through that Facebook page. You can message, um, comment, or there's a number to call. I love the look of the T-shirt. Yes, yeah, I cool. love the T-shirt. Yes, and it is unisex. So, of course, um, it can be for men and women. Um, the the kids, no, the adults will have the dry fit shirts. Nice. So, again, local impact. It's local M-P-A-C-T. On Facebook to find out more. And I see that uh, there might be a few spots left for some vendors if people want to come out and display their business. Is that still is that still going on? Yeah. So the vendor, um, if you have a business or you sell any type of goods, something like that, um, this will be a huge event for y'all. Um, it's only 50 bucks and okay. lots and lots of foot traffic. You know, grandmas and grandpas come to this event too. Siblings, <laughs> mm-hmm. lots of parents. Um, you'll have so many people that will pass by you going right into the park. So yeah. we'll have it set up where they can't miss the vendors. So again, it happens on Wednesday, September the 21st at the Southside Softball Complex. It's going to go from 5 p.m. until 9 p.m. Youth, teen, adults, all invited to be a part of Homers for Hope. And again, if you want to find out more, you can go to Facebook and search Local M Pact. Local M, the letter M, P-A-C-T. And Rebecca Probst joins us live this morning here on K-Fine. It's great to see you as always. Yeah, thank you for having me. Best of luck on the 21st. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear our chat with the one and only WWE Hall of Famer, my favorite female wrestler of all time, the trailblazer herself, Trish Stratus. You will also hear throughout the podcast, Brandon smiling. Ever like you, you talk to her and then throughout the rest of the podcast, I'm telling you, y'all will hear his smile. I was a tad bit nervous going into it. Then we had a little bit of a, no, a lot of bit of a bumble uh, where I couldn't get a hold of her and she was trying to get a hold of me and she couldn't get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. So we, well, that's how the whole thing starts, which is, I don't know, maybe that's the perfect way to yeah. describe how that relationship can be. But uh, Trish Stratus on the podcast today. Uh, she's going to be a part of Comic-Con in uh, Little Rock this weekend. It's happening on Saturday and Sunday. Trish is going to be there uh, both days with Lita from the WWE and other uh, celebrities as well. Find out more at ArkansasComicCon.com. And again, you guys can uh, listen to Trish on the podcast today when you search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight. The NFL kicks off tonight. The Los Angeles Rams host the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Pinocchio on Disney Plus. Brandon, it's a live action CGI movie that stars Tom Hanks as Geppetto and Joseph Gordon-Levitt as the voice of Jiminy Cricket. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Thor Love and Thunder comes out on Disney Plus and let's see, Watch What Happens Live is going to have Hillary Clinton and Chelsea Clinton and on Jimmy Fallon, Blake Shelton. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.